direct from Fort Meade, Maryland, this is Dinfos Live. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Dinfos Live. I'm your host, Major David J. Murphy, an instructor at the Defense Information School. On this month's episode, we'll learn about message mapping and how it can be an effective tool for communicators to form messages for delivery both in person and in writing. To help us understand this very important topic, I'd like to introduce our guest for today's program, the lead communication trainer for the U.S. Army Office of the Chief of Public Affairs, Paula Smith. Hello, uh, ma'am. Hello. Thank you for joining us on the program. Please have a seat. Thank you. Looks well, so exciting to have you here talk about this very important topic. But before we do, I want to make sure to introduce our social media moderator, Lance Corporal Brian Stippy. Hello, Lance Corporal Stippy. How are you? Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. I hear you're working on a really cool project called The Few and the Proud. Can you tell us about it? Yes, sir. So essentially, The Few and the Proud is a docuseries that highlights athletes in the Marine Corps, such as Luke Johnson, a professional wrestler down in Camp Lejeune. Wow, that's great. One of your counterparts is also working on a story in that same product. Can you tell us when we can expect this story? Yes, sir. So the, predeter the predetermined date is March 27th, I believe, but it's still up in the air. Perfect. Just in time for my birthday. Well, if you have any questions about message mapping for Ms. Smith, don't hesitate to put them down in the comments below, and we might just ask them on the air. Now, before we begin, we actually do have one more special message from one of your former co-workers, our own DINFOS Commandant, Colonel Richard McNorton himself. Let's go ahead and play that video. Hello, DINFOS Live audience. I'm Colonel Richard McNorton, the Commandant of DINFOS. I want to take a moment to highlight the importance of this month's guest speaker, Ms. Paula Smith. And the topic should be talking about message mapping. Message mapping is a thinking tool to optimize the messenger in you. It is derived from mind mapping to organize your thoughts into powerful messages supported by your stories and facts. I worked with Ms. Paula Smith for many years with communication training for Army senior leaders. She is the top communications trainer for the U.S. Army. I hope you enjoy her interview and find it both enlightening and rewarding. Ms. Smith, the floor is yours. Well, that's great. I couldn't have said it better myself. What an intro, huh? That was just absolutely amazing. Uh, Colonel McNorton, uh, what an extraordinary leader, but also a great PAO. And he made sure uh, that every step along the way and all these years of working with him, uh, when I'm working this mapping tool, uh, it's just extraordinary. He would say, what is this? What are you doing? What is its purpose? And he saw it for what it was. Uh, so from that point forward, Again, leading training, uh, doctrine, all the resources, he's all about it. I'm just so thrilled to hear from Colonel McNorton, and I'm so delighted to be here today. Well, we're delighted to have you, and we're going to get all into message mapping. But first, tell us about yourself. Give us a little bit of background on your career in this uh, engaging communication field. Oh, my goodness. So born in St. Louis, uh, reared in Arkansas, uh, went to journalism school, so UCA, the University of Central Arkansas. I was not a uh, sports reporter, but I did love to do the story on Scottie Pippen going on from the Bears into Chicago. So, nice. uh, yeah, it's absolutely a journey uh, from an appreciation and a love for people telling stories. And that said, uh, I would say uh, it's just been a marvel to really uh, start there and then appreciate uh, a journey to the uh, 
Joint Readiness Training Center. They were training commanders uh, how to deal with the press on the battlefield in a place called Fort Chaffee, Arkansas, on into Fort Polk, Louisiana, where we broadened the training and the scope there. It actually got much bigger for brigade-sized task force media on the battlefield. So I began to role play, and then I was a spokesperson, and then we did so many things there. Every leader along the way uh, have groomed me. Wow. It's been uh, terrific. And from the training center and all the lessons learned there, going to Washington, D.C., strategic outreach, and then, uh, again, executive communication, training, uh, that portfolio to get people powered before they go into engagements. And uh, I believe uh, it is one of the most worthy journeys. I choose to be here. I believe in our military. And thank you for your service, your mentorship, and what you do to train the future force. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, let's get right on to what it is we're talking about today, which of course is message mapping. So can you tell us what, what exactly is this tool that we are so talking about today? <laughs> it is absolutely uh, the difference. It helps us to simplify, visualize, conceptualize, so that we can depict and discern with clear direction. And the tool is clearly something that we derived from the art and science of mind mapping. Mm. Uh, Tony Buzan, uh, he um, uh, died a few years back, and I always thought I would have a chance to meet him, but he gave us so much science about how the brain works and this idea of visualizing uh, and also uh, organizing your thoughts with a central idea. I believe on the screen we have a really superior example of one of uh, the mapping uh, drills and one of the maps he actually used to talk about your ideal future. And if you notice, uh, there's words and visualization and there's a lot going on. It might look chaotic, but indeed, it's the organization of ideas with purpose. And when we assemble information the way the brain works, not only do we increase our recall, uh, we relax our mind and our body. We're well composed and, uh, and we are very well spoken. If you think of mapping as kind of like the sun, uh, it is a way for us to uh, see that central idea with a clear frame, a mental frame, and a focus so that we can radiate forward with all of our ideas, statements, facts, stories, content, all of that, again, uh, through the person's point of view, but also recognizing the audience. I do think... Uh, there's some value into recognizing the left and left right journey that we take when we read uh, those lines of uh, how we read and how we process, how we write plans. It's just not how we speak. And so when you think of visualizing and seeing so that you can really depict and discern, that association is all the difference. Preparing for an engagement. Uh, finding positive outcomes. So when we think about this sequential path of finding clear intent, 
intentions. When we think about aligning ourselves uh, with the organization uh, and being that image that is present, that personal intent, aligning it with organizational intent, the mapping allows for us to do that so that our body, our voice, and our words really come together in a very authentic, accountable, and very credible way. We are looking at a, a frame here that I really do like to highlight because intent really will decide whether our body language, our thinking, and our speaking is, again, in harmony with uh, really how we speak and present ourselves. So finding that harmony, the difference is when you mentally process, uh, it is the difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. Why, why is message mapping such a critical step uh, for effective communication? It is so, so very critical because if you think about all the planning that we do using the operational process, we develop campaigns. You're teaching at the schoolhouse how to frame with objectives and deliverables and how uh, to present material, considering also the audience that's so important to us to tell our story. Uh, so that framing and that written frame left to right is so critically important. Now, all that framing is terrific because it does give us the intention. Now we have to take the organizational intent and conceptualize, visualize, so that we can fully describe and use language that helps us with direction. So if we look at uh, the screen now, we do have an example of the message map. We keep talking about the message map. Now here it is. Uh, and I believe this visualization is so critically important because when we think about top line messages, we always have those three top line important points and those are up on that left top uh, focus area. And then when we look at the big idea, that central frame, and we start writing language that actually uh, helps us as the spokesperson get it right, it gives us the azimuth, the direction for the entire engagement nested with strategic guidance, but also as the spokesperson, we're the ones that's bringing this written word and frame to life. And so this drill, uh, if you think about it, the big idea, and then supported by one, two, three, maybe even four and five concepts that are built out uh, very specifically. We take one concept and then we go to a statement and then from the statement we go and we identify uh, the most important fact that really resonates that, uh, that data that we need to prove our point. So information, the facts and then the story, whether it's a first, second or third hand account, everyone has a story to tell. And so finding that signature story, making it relevant to the messenger. You know, the commandant just said, finding the uh, messenger in you to optimize that, you have to be true to yourself. So again, looking at the organizational frame that comes from the written plan, 
having that big idea that you have now sorted through and then by concept one, two, and three. Start with the first one and really identify the statement and then you go and purify it even more. What fact, what story, and what element in content do I share with uh, an audience online? So we have before, during, and after an engagement. How do you lead a conversation? So this big picture and visualization is so important. We do this through every concept, one, two, three, four, and five, always have three. And this is the simplification. Mental literacy is what we're talking about here. You're taking every campaign that we've designed for a rollout or something that might in fact be something that's a little more situational or even a crisis. Those are important moments. And when we designate a spokesperson, that person must go uh, and present forward. Uh, that said, uh, while you need to have a plan, you also need to look in the red area. So in the very bottom of the tool, I want everyone to look down where it says vulnerabilities. This is an area that really um, very distinctively must be a part of your preparation. Anything that can complicate your goal, you have to conceptualize, put concepts in the bottom. And it may be that you are the vulnerability just because you haven't properly prepared or maybe you haven't uh, done this kind of task very frequently. What's important is for everyone here to stop for just a moment. Think about the time uh, that we saw someone failing where they just lost themselves. So adrenaline has a huge play in our ability to overcome anxiety or maybe the t tension. That's why mapping is so important because when we see the landmines, it may be something that has nothing to do with our engagement, but if we just are conveying reassurance, I don't know, but what I am most proud of is that our leaders will see it through. Uh, it may very well be something as simple as that, but knowing uh, those potential landmines and knowing that you have to think about your position and response, the unexpected, right? It can always come up. What's important is that we're true to our values with a goal in mind. Absolutely. And you mentioned spokespeople. So how can message mapping and more importantly, mental mapping really help a spokesperson be more controlled, more confident, more capable when they go out to speak about something for a unit or organization? It is so important for all of us to personalize. We think about uh, any time we have a situation or we have to be ready to speak on a topic, First truth is everything, accuracy. We have to staff organize. We have to see what the information is, look at the data. And we know that uh, through this process, if you're a spokesperson, uh, you, you absolutely know that when the uh, military becomes aware of something, there's an action and we care for people. And through that process, uh, we have to think about how we power ourselves. We look forward and we ask, what does the audience need to know, do, and feel? Look outward and then study the facts. What did we action? What did we do to care for people? And what's important for our audience to know?
do, feel. It's an important process. You take this map and you frame it so that you have now invested inner energy. You have looked inside yourself and you have aligned yourself and nested with organizational intent. This process can allow you to see the big idea and frame one, two, and three. What is it that I must communicate? Let's take an example. I want to use extremism, for example, here because I uh, do remember many spokespeople talking on this issue. The Secretary of Defense uh, told all of us, stand down. Extremism, no place in our military. He wanted us to have these conversations, and there were some very specific guidance. So you know I'm U.S. Army. Our secretary, our chief, our senior leaders, the sergeant major of the Army, uh, the under, the vice, all came together with very specific guidance. The secretary was very clear. We're going to have these conversations because teams are everything. From the Army's perspective, if you look at our top lines, and then there is an example that's on the screen, first and foremost, uh, we absolutely know that uh, the U.S. Army, uh, our values have never changed. You take that oath, that is serious. And we also knew that the vast majority of our soldiers who are serving, they're doing it with honor and distinction, and I remember uh, reinforcing to spokespeople how important it is to also hit and highlight on the fact that we don't tolerate extremism. Taking that frame and those top lines, writing them out, put it in the square, think about it. Now you as the spokesperson must highlight what's important. This is an iterative process, but I would say communicating that the vast majority of our soldiers are doing so with integrity and honor and all of the values uh, that a values-based organization is all about is really important. And importantly, is to make sure everyone knows we don't tolerate it. That central frame, when you go through this thinking process, it allows you to see the language, the importance of your message, and also defining uh, what it is that you really want to highlight in these short moments that you have to communicate forward. That said, I would say that our first frame is on values, talking about the fact, the story, the content. On values, I want to restate what the secretary and the chief have made very clear. Uh, Army values haven't changed. We stay true to that. And of course, building that out uh, with a fact, uh, we have been values-based from day one. Character matters inside and out. And of course, restating how the secretary required us. What was happening at the time of these stand downs? George Floyd, civil unrest, the heartbreak of what we saw on television uh, you go from May 2020 now into what is happening in our country, the American military. So proud of everything that we do because we choose to serve, because we know that the values will come through. But talking in formations, I had a formation 
and all of our leaders came together and we talked and some were online. You stood down as well, didn't you? Absolutely. Yep. Even Korea, we stood down. All of us had these conversations uh, and we had conversations about uh, race discrimination. We talked about hate and we talked about all the things that go into harassment. And so we also together know that we're stronger when we talk and uh, thinking through the content, I remember us posting uh, some of those moments and sharing online a little bit of a conversation about how we were grounding ourselves. And fundamentally, uh, Sergeant Major of the Army Grinston, he's always out there reinforcing uh, cohesive teams and making sure that all of us uh, are there. Accountability would be another area that I would want to consider as well as the team. But you can see how this placement and how this thinking process can ready us because what we do is we take information on a written page or guidance from a, a senior authority and now moving it forward, representing us with truth and what we say about ourselves and what we present about ourselves, that's our brand. Yeah. And how others see us, that's the reputation and that's the trust and confidence. Every person that has accepted the calling to be a public affairs officer, we need to get out there, understand the internet, understand that all of this helps us to be better communicators. So, mental literacy. I know you teach media lit literacy. Yeah. It's so important for all of us. This really works. That's great. Well, you know, uh, people are watching us because we have a comment from social media, we have a question. Great. Lance Wolstippi, what is our question? We do, sir. The question reads, how can you use this or can you use this in a crisis? Okay, great. Crisis, absolutely very important for public affairs professionals. It's so very important to ground those who are the command authority. When we look at authorities on the ground, you have the on-scene commanders or you have, for example, uh, in a crisis, you've got to ground uh, those who are speaking uh, to the public to give updates, making sure uh, that everyone is informed. And so this process of collecting information, acting and moving, uh, let's say in an active shooter, uh, this is a crisis and uh, moving uh, to use your mass casualty uh, to make sure that we are acting and uh, keeping things safe and secure, uh, but again, informing, having the ability uh, to take this and remind uh, the spokesperson who's going to be uh, continuously communicating with consistency and accuracy, you have to think about uh, the frame. Caring for people is pretty critical. The action that we are taking, and then of course, uh, for loss of life or uh, in investigative types of actions, we have to know uh, the steps along the way. I think Pavilion gives some great examples. Yeah, I love Pavilion. There's some forms uh, and some templates that really help you uh, look at a, a crisis to fill out things you need to know and understand. But in this process, those that are moving forward, what's our central idea? Right. We've apprehended uh, the suspect. Uh, we've closed two areas of the fort. Uh, we deem the area safe 
It's under investigation and the Resiliency Center is open. What's important is that a spokesperson has identified that key area to be able to inform and update, but also to know where services are available. So it may be the response is uh, first and foremost, the facts of the matter. Then maybe you talk about the care for people, the fact that you have an 800, you commit to a Facebook Live every hour to provide updates to the community who needs to be informed about what is happening and what is taking place. You must have a social media engagement plan. You also have to have a, a template that allows for you to get it right. You have to be succinct and protective. If the investigation uh, is ongoing, uh, you certainly talk about uh, the investigation is ongoing. And the fact of the matter is, you're not going to be able to speak to that very much. However, when you've thought about the key elements uh, to convey in a time of crisis, not only are you more deliberate and direct, you are consistent and you can do this uh, with uh, just such authority and composition because you are comfortable uh, in that you know what the update is every time you go in to present. It's important to uh, put this new picture up so that there's a shared understanding, but also that there's a clear direction and purpose for that engagement. So the crisis is uh, absolutely um, something that this can be used for. I remembered so vividly in 2019 uh, and 2010, um, so many times when we would work with different ones that were getting ready to, again, uh, what are the facts and then how do you prepare yourself uh, to be ready to meet the cameras or to be able to talk with uh, key leaders on a topic. Again, it's that processing. And for us, we must be ready. Engagement ready takes time. And so when we mentally prepare, we find ourselves relaxed, but also pointed with that mental GPS that gives us direction for our communication. Absolutely. And we've got more communication from social media. What's our next question, Lance Couple Stippy? Our question from Devon Ando asks, are there specific considerations when it comes to mapping messages to counter mis or disinformation? Mm -hmm. Good That's, one. Oh, it's a terrific question. Here's what we know. Uh, there's contested uh, space out there. The frequency of our voice, the ability to map a strategy that allows for us to tell who we are and what we do more frequently allows us uh, to absolutely counter uh, the bad information. We need to be talking about the good information to be able to, with speed and some level of uh, not just urgency, but this idea of populating uh, our stories, getting out there and proactively asserting our voice, our content, also to counter we, we know we're learning that uh, misinformation and disinformation, we can kind of see if we have bots uh, that have a way of speaking yeah. that's not authentic at all. Sure. So as we learn through media literacy, we have to continue to see when there's, uh, there's gaps. Uh, but also importantly is that we have to 
have ready material and be more willing uh, to talk about the good things that we are doing uh, in response. So I love that question. Thank you. All right, right. Well, earlier you mentioned know, do, and feel. And that really aligns almost directly with a concept that we teach in the schoolhouse called knowledge, attitude, and behaviors, right? We're communicating to affect knowledge, attitude, and behaviors. In order to do that effectively, we need to know who our audience is, or specifically our, our stakeholders, our, our key publics, and our publics and whatnot. How does message mapping fit in or utilize audiences and, and knowing those audiences and organizations we're talking to, we're really trying to mapping out a strategy, a communication strategy. I think we do that very well when we're writing out campaign plans and thinking through rollouts and uh, certainly critical uh, changes or actions that we're taking. What is uh, so wonderful though is when we are able to see exactly what it is that we want to communicate. That written frame is so critical, but when we take uh, time to look outward, see our audience, and know that they have certain expectations, so informing them or certainly giving them uh, the weight of uh, a tangible piece of evidence that shows them who we are and what we do, but we have to consider their needs uh, because they're the ones that will decide whether we've been effective or not. So what are their needs and how do we uh, connect to them with the right language, but also the right examples and actions that bring us closer together. So seeing forward to the audience, then we map and we scale ourselves to consider the language so that we inform ourselves and this personal process uh, we know our values. We are values-based, all of us. So framing and seeing um, the needs of the audience and then looking at how we want to present our language and also what setting uh, and certainly uh, what content we want to share. All of this is a consideration. And when you map a course, you can see it, you can depict and discern, and also audiences. When we're having a conversation, sometimes they'll give us feedback and say, I didn't quite understand that, or could you explain that a little bit better? And I think that's where uh, this connection is so critically important. And adapt your map. Uh, map a strategy so there's an articulation strategy, but at the same time, we want to make sure that they uh, are getting uh, a, a feel and a connection with us through, uh, again, who we are and what we do. A trusted organization, it requires a relationship. And so those relationships, that's what we're building every single time. The map is a critical step. Yeah, so it sounds like you really need to keep your audience, your public, your stakeholders, all those in mind as you're building the whole map, right? Absolutely. You go look at the audience first and then look inward. Mapping is about uh, taking and digesting organizational intent, personal intent, looking uh, to see who you are, what your responsibility is. How do I tell this story as a soldier who might be a training at one of our combat uh, centers or uh, doing training and a trainer or a mentor? How do we tell the story if we're over here looking at new technology and fielding new equipment? All of us together uh, have uh, to really look at ourselves, and it's that inward focus that allows for us uh, to see that central idea, the stories. 
one, two, and three, the concepts that are most important, statements that are purified and direct and succinct, simple, a fact, a story, a piece of content. And these considerations make all the difference. But you cannot go without looking forward at your audience. You know, every single time when we see a plan and we read it, plans are just plans. It takes a person to bring that to life and to tell our story in a very meaningful but personal way. And so this tool really works. I have seen the difference. And we talked about 2010 and that first TED Talk and the different speakers who uh, had these amazing stories to tell. Yeah, I remember that TED Talk. It was Rem great. Wasn't it fabulous? We had female engagement team uh, representatives. We had uh, an Army spouse. We had pilots. We had oh. this amazing group of leaders. Yeah. And everyone uh, really began to uh, see their stories. But with such a small amount of time, what's most impactful? How do you tell your story with the elements that matter most? And to the audience, how will they see us? Yeah. And so this mapping tool, uh, we've been working for a very, very long time. And what we have learned is when you go through a mental process, Laying this out, it not only powers the individual, it also, in a team, it can give you a common operating picture so that everyone's on the same azimuth yeah. uh, with shared concepts that help us, again, to present the best qualities of us uh, when we're engaging. Wow, that's great. Well, I think uh, Lance Corporal Stippy and I are going to have to switch places because we got another question from social media. Hit us. We do, sir, from Staff Sergeant Slaughter. How do you know when you've done your message mapping correctly? Oh. Is there a shorthand for evaluating? Oh, Good question. I think, you know, this is terrific because a uh, wonderful question. The message map is yours. Finding consistency, finding your voice, helping the team to find their voice, aligning it with our organization, making sure that uh, the language that we use uh, is one with intention, one that represents, again, who we are and what we do. The values of taking the oath and service and the stories that we tell, uh, you're the creator, uh, and so it's your map. Think about going back to the example of Buzan's map. We showed an example that might have looked a little chaotic for mm -hmm. someone who maybe had never seen a, a, a mind map before. Um, Buzan uh, talked about the ideal future and had very specific things that were related uh, to his story and his journey. I would never be able to deliver Buzan's map because it was personal to him. Oh, yeah. You see, it, you couldn't either. We would have to personally associate. We know, though, when we're sharing ideas and we are organizing our thoughts to be powerful, deliberate, succinct, and on the intended message and communicating the facts that supports what we're saying, we're very powerful. So Buzan really has shown us the importance of uh, mind mapping, message mapping, really. It's a creation of those who are getting really ready to deliver our message uh, and having this 
uh, methodology at your fingertips. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Now, I would say that we must always assess, right? We plan, prepare, assess, we execute, assess, and then we know in our assessment, if we see that someone might be misunderstanding us, maybe we tweak uh, a little bit. Yeah, it is through feedback and also through practice that we really um, champion our, our language, but the language has to be informed by the audience and their considerations first. Right. And that's important. Thank you so much. That was a great question. Thank you. Yeah, no, evaluation is critically important. It's what we teach at the schoolhouse is RPI, research, planning, implementation, and evaluation. So it has to be done not only at the end, but throughout the whole process. So that's great to, to understand that. You know, of course, when a, a communicator is, is working to plan and prepare to convey something, right? Because uh, our public affairs professionals do that all the time. Where where should they fit message mapping into that process? Is that the beginning, at the middle, at the end? Where where exactly should they fit message mapping in? Well, I always believe it is beginning, middle, yeah. and end. But it's so important to really see that having a framed narrative, um, that written frame, when you're planning and you're writing these communication strategies. Uh, the only way you can be successful is to have a strategy and a plan. From that, uh, you know the preparation. In the preparation, you're deciding who your spokesperson or your representative, maybe it's a multiple group of different individuals coming forward to represent us. Uh, that said, it's in that preparation when you have looked at the facts, you've done that staff coordination, you look at outcomes, you look at strategic guidance, Right, we have a, a defense strategy. Uh, we sure. have certainly, the Army has priorities and yeah. our secretary has made it very clear that everything we do is going to be aligned with uh, strategy. We have some work to do. We have some recruiting shortages and it's going to take all of us uh, to make sure that we're connecting uh, and this mapping process can really, really help us to feel more comfortable, but also to be on target. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, the mapping process is a tool, right? We hope yes. it's that tool that all communicators will, will add to their tool belts. But how does this tool specifically fit in with other more traditional tools that many of our communicators are probably more used to and understand? You know, things like public affairs guidance or the communication planning process. How does this tool fit in with those? I say every single time, take that guidance and lay the map right on top of it all. Okay. Now the synthesis is happening. You're now investing in the presentation, moving it forward, uh, looking at and simplifying with all of that uh, 20 page or perhaps even 20 plus more strategic guidance and yeah. something else. Uh, we're formulating again uh, the, the messages and, of course, the action, the facts. We have to staff coordinate in order to have that written guidance. But when you bring that to life and you look at a delivery strategy, it helps us not only with our communication and presentation, it also helps us in our, in our writing and everything that we present uh, from there on out because mm -hmm. this is the delivery strategy. And so using all of those products 
uh, is very helpful. And you have to think through the counters, right? And you have to think about all the things uh, that's important. Having an objective. How do you measure unless you have some communication objectives? Yeah. And measuring our effect. We've got to hear and listen to our audience and being online, having Internet warriors who are listening uh, and learning uh, the sentiment and using those tools to help yeah. us, again, appreciate where the audience is, is coming. And so mental framing, that framed picture of where you want to go is a simple picture that allows everyone to have direction. It makes all the difference. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned internet warriors, and many times internet warriors is synonymous with social media warriors, right? And so social media is obviously something that we can't help but have a place in when we're communicating. So how can we utilize message mapping for an effective social media campaign? Absolutely. And what I love to see is when we're uh, organizing our thoughts and we're talking in teams uh, about a, a particular deployment, for example, and you ask the commander and the soldiers all around, uh, what's the frame of the guidance and then what's your central idea? What is so important is you can't just focus on uh, the, in, the one engagement or the in-person engagement. You also have to think beyond and have a conversation that absolutely involves a social media strategy. So what will you present forward so that you have this conversation? Social media plays a huge role in our ability to, uh, to counter what is out there. And there is a misrepresentation and misinformation that we are countering every day, but we've got to do more of it. And we've got to use these platforms uh, from this uh, mapping strategy, what picture do we want to take to share with the world that shows exactly what we're doing? Because if we're doing all these great things and no one knows about it, we've lost that opportunity and we can't afford to miss those opportunities. So framing, the mapping, thinking about all of uh, the content and maybe uh, when you get in the middle of an engagement, you see where we need to add something to yeah. this because we're watching, we're learning, and we're hearing what other voices are telling us. So we may, maybe need to qualify a statement. So there's a lot to it, but you can see when you have that big picture, it can really help. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And that's great. Thank you for presenting, obviously, the big picture of that concept, but the big picture of message mapping as a whole. We really appreciate that. Before we say goodbye to you though today, is there anything else you'd like to add? I just want to say thank you. Uh, this has been a journey. I see so many possibilities. And when I see public affairs professionals uh, out working in so many echelons of command, uh, and they are working with drive and spirit and with purpose, the mapping tool, I believe, is something that can make a huge difference wherever you may be. So use it to help everyone around you be more comfortable uh, with engagements. And uh, I just appreciate everything you do, uh, Major Murphy and the entire team. Thank you so much. Well, we appreciate you and appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us about this very important topic. Well. 
That concludes our show for this month. I want to, of course, thank our guests for, again, taking time out of our busy day to be here with us. And I want to thank you all for tuning in and providing us with your really awesome questions. We really appreciate that. And now, if you are really interested in message mapping, this has really gotten you going, you want to look for resources, we're going to put links to those in our show notes down below. So go ahead and check those out for all the resources that you could potentially ask for or need. Now, remember, if you would prefer to watch our, or listen to our show rather than watch it, you can actually download it as a podcast. Just search Dinfos Live in your podcatcher of choice. On next month's episode, we'll be talking all about Dinfos's intermediate offerings, the Joint Intermediate and Joint Contingency Public Affairs courses. So if you want to hear directly from those instructors about those courses, tune into our show next month on March 29th at 1400. All right, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope to see you all next month. Have a great one, everybody.